The title of my message today is Flame On. How hot is your faith? Say it with me. Say flame on. That was, that was weak. Very weak. <laughs> See? It takes one. It takes one to make a difference. That's it. It takes one to make a difference. So here we go. So I'm gonna I'm gonna jump around a little bit. So Daniel, Daniel chapter three, verses verses eight through twelve. So at this time, some some astrologers came forward and denounced the Jews. They said to King Nebuchadnezzar, May the king live forever. Your majesty has issued a decree that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, the flute, the recorder, the piano, all these, all these other musical instruments, right? So like, anytime that anybody hears, hears these sounds, you must fall down and worship the image of gold. And that who, whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom, whom, you, have, whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pays no attention to you. Your Majesty, they neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. Fast forward a little bit. Daniel 3, 16 through 18. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego replied to him, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hands. But, here's the caveat right here, but even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that you have set up. So, King Nebuchadnezzar, he built an image, an image of gold that was 60 cubits high. Anybody know what a cubit is? No clue, right? Everyone was like, yeah, it's just cubits, right? So, <laughs> and then it's six, it's six cubits wide. So basically, like to translate that into 2022 version, that's 90 feet tall, nine feet wide. So when I think about this thing, like, do you know what I think about? Because I'm like, this thing is super tall, but super lean. So I think about a pencil. So let's, so let's roll back to grade school, right? Grab a, grab a pencil straight out, straight out the box. Boom, unsharpened, we stand, stand that thing up. Stand it up, stand it tall, right? It's lean. But the problem is, is that if you just give that pencil just a little shove, that pencil loses its center of gravity. So the question is, is that, so if, if, if that pencil by just a little nudge is able to just fall over, how strong is that statue really anchored? And then this dude, Nebuchadnezzar, has got the nerve to say, hey, Worship this thing right here, bow, bow down to this thing right here that's not really anchored. So, <laughs> so Nebuchadnezzar, he had this grand plan in his head. So he was like, you know what? I'm going to invite all my homies, my posse, my clique, whoever. He has small group. <laughs> so, he, so he said, you know, I'm, I'm going to invite all, all these people over. And then, so this is what's going to happen. It's going to be the song. It's going to be the dance, the speeches, the wine, everything, right? It's, like it's, it's going to be this great, big, vast party, right? But when you hear the music, so when that music hits, that's, that's when it's time for you to bow down to this thing that's not really 
anchored, right? So <laughs> Nebuchadnezzar said, this is the way it's going to be. I got this thing. Everybody, everybody's going to run. Everybody's going to run with this idea. Music bow, cheer. Music bow, cheer. Music bow. This is what it's going to be. Nebuchadnezzar just had it down. So, and so in the king's mind, nothing would would go wrong because he was the king. This is the law that was set because he said that this is it. He said this is it. So accept it. So enter Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who had other bowing arrangements. So. When it was time for them to, when, so when it was time for them to bow to the statue, they refused. Game of Thrones was a great, great series, right? So, like, so like the whole thing with, with Game of Thrones was bend the knee, bend the knee, right? Shadrach, Meshach, and, and Abednego, they refused to bend the knee. They said, no. They said, no, man. They said, look at this tall, lean, unanchored statue, and you ain't, and like, and like you, you want me to, Bow to this thing that's limited? This, this thing's only 90 feet tall. It's only 90 feet. So the last time I checked, our, our God, he sits on a throne that's a lot higher than this limited 90 feet. So Acts 7, 49 through 50, uh, so it says, heaven, heaven is my throne and the earth is my footstool. So this, so this statue, this 90-foot statue hasn't even touched the Earth's atmosphere hasn't even touched the footstool. Like this, this 90-foot statue is so limited, right? So back, so let's jump back to the scripture real quick. So what, so what kind of house will you build for me, says the Lord? Or will, or, or where will my resting place be? He, he has not, <laughs> has not my hand made all, all of these things. So this inanimate, so this inanimate object, God, God gave Nebuchadnezzar the ability to create this thing, right? So God gave him the, the ability to create this thing. So if God made everything, if God, is, if God is Lord over all, why are we bowing down to something that man made? Why? Let's jump to Isaiah 55, um, 8 through 9. So for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are my ways your ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher <clears throat> than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. God is up here. So God's up here, little statue down here, smaller Nebuchadnezzar down here. Nebuchadnezzar, too. Bro, bro. <laughs> we, live, we, we live in this pressurized world. We live in a world where we're full, where, where we're forced—I'll say forced in quotes—to make decisions. That we have to make a choice, right? But but the question is, is that do we always have to make a choice, or do we abide by what the world says? So do we always have to go left or right? Why can't we ride down the middle? Because the thing is, is that so instead of choosing the options. And the way that the world has made, why can't we choose our own way? Why can't we choose God's way? Why can't we just do something simple? And like, I'm like, if Nebuchadnezzar, if Nebuchadnezzar do it, like, if, if you want us to bow down so much, why can't we just bow down and pray? Why can't that be the way? So my question is, is, is that are you willing to be conformed or transformed? Conformed 
Let me see your hands. I saw it. Really? <laughs> transformed. Good. You want to be transformed. <laughs> right? So the question is, is that what what like what little bit of fire do you have in you that can ignite within inside of you for you to stand out? Like what little bit of fire do you have inside of you for to like that that will say, yo, it's okay to stand up when everybody's sitting down. Or it's okay to stand when everybody's about. What little bit of fire do you have in you? So like that goes back to the centralized question of, is it in you? Because it's been there. So now let's jump over to the part real quick that everybody loves. So like this is the part of this is part of the story where the fire is supposed to burn. Right? So like this fire is supposed to just take you out. Let's jump there. So <laughs> Shadrach, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were essentially outed by people, right? So there was, like, there were people over here, you know, so, like, the people that were probably out me will probably be Rory, Mike. <laughs> I can go on with names, but, uh, <laughs> so they were essentially out. So, like, they basically outed these three just for a little bit of street cred, right? They walked over to Nebuchadnezzar and said, hey, listen, Nebuchadnezzar, listen, man, I don't want to say that I saw something, but I saw something. Right, got these three dudes over here, you know. They, they, they like they're not exactly listening. Like they, I like you didn't hear it from me, but like they're not exactly listening. So <laughs> there's gonna be times, right, where people are, are gonna align themselves together to expose you or just you know lay lay out all of your failures. So basically, these people are looking for a stepping stone. So that they can advance. So that's why they they were like Nebuchadnezzar. They were like, hey, if we tell Nebuchadnezzar, then like Nebuchadnezzar would be like, hey, listen, I can trust these dudes over here because they came, they came to me. I set the law. They said, hey, look, three dudes right over right here, right here. So <laughs> little do little little did these people know who like they thought that they were using these these three people as a stepping stone. They did not realize that they were stepping on fire. Did not, did not realize at all. So Nebuchadnezzar being, you know, he, I, I feel like Nebuchadnezzar is always like a guy that kind of feels himself a little bit. He was like, you know what? That's cool. I didn't see it for myself. I, I didn't see it. This is, this is just words. So he brought <laughs> these dudes back. Song, dance, bow, right? That's the whole thing. That's the, that's the whole way that it was supposed to go. So Nebuchadnezzar said, boom, music, let's hit it. Music stops. Right now, bow down. Shadrach and Meshach and Abednego and the Cliff Notes version of it all, they said, hey, we good. <laughs> so Nebuchadnezzar flipped out. He, he was like, ah, this is crazy. This, 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 makes, this makes zero sense at all. I'm the king. This, 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 is, this, this is my law right here. I set this thing into motion. You guys are not going to disrespect me. Like, it's supposed to be song, song, music, for the whole nine. Bow down. You guys, are, you guys are completely against this. You know what? Take that furnace, heat it up seven times. Seven times hotter than what it normally is. Heat that thing up. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, is that, that, like, that number seven is, that's, that's the completion number. That's the number where everything comes together. So what these people don't know and don't realize is that when he said seven, 
God said, that's my number right there. That's when they should have known that God was up to something. When he said seven, God said, you know what? This is where I jump in the play. So, uh, verse, 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 verse 17, back to it real quick. So, if, if, if we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to deliver us from it. And he, and, and he will deliver us from it, from your majesty's hand. But, there's that but, right? But, even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, no disrespect, that's why I said, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold that we have set up. Quick reminders here, real quick. There's three boys right here. They're not sure of what this outcome would be. They, but at the core of it all, they were anchored in knowing that God is still in control. So as we walk through our daily lives and, our, and all of our daily routines, are, are, are we comfortable in knowing that, God, that God's in control? Better yet, rewind it. Step back a little bit. Who is in control? Is it you? Are you in control? Is it me? Who? That's a, like, that's a question that we have to literally wake up and answer every single day. Because it's easy for me to be in control, but my control, it gets hard. <laughs> my control gets very hard. So do we so like do you like do you know and are are you confident that God has not abandoned us yet? Think about your job. Tough job situations, hands. So let me see. Nope. Everybody got an easy job situation. That is awesome, except for Roy. That's great. Talk to me after so we can so y'all can talk to me, please. <laughs> Family, addiction. I mean, we, we, we got questions, right? So like, the crazy thing is, has God really abandoned us? Because sometimes, like, things get hard and things get, things get, things get out of control, but proof that God has not abandoned us is that we are right here today. God has given us another today. There's a lot of people who, who did not have the fortunate opportunity to have another today. So, with these three, I mean, like we knew and we know where their allegiance is anchored. But my question is, what side are you on? Are you anchored? How hot is your faith? How, how hot is that fire in, inside of you? So, as, as these boys who are bound, got them bound up, tied up, like these dudes are not going anywhere. King Nebuchadnezzar sitting there like, yep. It's about to go down. These dudes are all gone. So the soldiers who are trying to get them in there, they're, they're dying one by one. Just popping them off real quick. Boom, death, dead, dead, dead. But why aren't the boys who are trying to get, <laughs> or on the, hood, the boys who are being tossed into the fire, why, why aren't they burning up? But the people who are doing the work are burning up. So right here, their faith is being elevated above their situation. So, so those boys who were bound, their, their faith burned hotter than that fire. The people who were tossing them, they were uh, me. I, I probably have been like, 
yeah, listen, that's it's a little hot. <laughs> so I just I have to back off a little bit. I'll be like, Nebuchadnezzar, hey, listen, man, this is your law. You wanted this. I I need you in here, man. I like I need you to set the example. <laughs> but Nebuchadnezzar's just like, nah, y'all got that. So so eventually, like those so eventually like these boys who were bound, they made their way into that fiery furnace. So right here, once they were in, what happened is, in a perfect world, in Nebuchadnezzar's perfect world, they were supposed to die in the flame. Right there. So, but what really happened is that they were loose in the fire. So, let me wind that back. They were supposed to die in the flame, but they were loose, as in set free, in the fire. (laughs) So, Everything that was supposed to hold them down got, got burned. So it wasn't, it wasn't them that got burned. It was their constraints. It wasn't them that got burned, but it was, the, it was their problem. It wasn't them that got burned, but it was their situation. They were, they were okay. So everything that was binding them together got burned off. Meanwhile, they were okay. Their clothes, fresh and clean. Hair, on point. Everything, on, on fleek. On fleek and fleek it. So, <laughs> so tell someone, flame on. So right here, flame on. So that fire, flame on. So God has the God has the ability to set you free despite your circumstances. So the stuff that has you tied up, the stuff that has you bound, that's the stuff that you need to be delivered from. That's the stuff that you get tossed into the furnace for so that God can just burn it off you. But the thing is, is that you, something, like, you have to go through that furnace sometimes. You, like, you, you have to because in that fire, all oh, that stuff, that stuff, that stuff that's holding you back, that stuff that's keeping you from growing, that stuff that's keeping your families apart, that stuff needs to be burned off. But you have to go through that furnace. Are you, is your faith strong enough for you to say, you know what? I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. I have no clue what's going to happen. But let's go. So right there, when you see that flame, you got to say flame on. You, you, you need that flame to elevate. But the trick is, is that your faith has to rise above that. Kurt. Kurt, Kurt mentioned last week that uh, God, God, God has called us to an identity. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, right? There were names that were given, names that were labeled, right? But it's not, it's, it's, it doesn't come down to what the world calls you. It doesn't come down to what your friends call you. It doesn't, doesn't even come down to what label is placed upon you. What, what the calling is the call that call, that God calls over your life. So it it doesn't matter. Like I said, it's God's calling. So <clears throat> the question is, is that are you going to march to the beat of the worldly drum, or are you going to march to that beat of the heavenly drum? Where are you dialed into? What frequency are you on? Earth, heaven. Me? Which one? So, 
uh, Daniel 3, 20, 24 through 25. So then King, King Nebuchadnezzar leapt to his feet. And he was amazed, right? Shocked. Asked, asked his advice, hey, look, like those three men, those three men that we tossed in there, right? And like that we threw into the fire. Like there were three men, three men. So they replied and said, certainly, your majesty. He said, look, I see four walking around the fire, unbound, unarmed, and the fourth looks like the Son of God. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were forced into, were forced into the fire because of their faith. So what's interesting here is that their faith, strong anchor in their faith, is what created is what created their confidence. And then through that, God made himself known. God did what he always does. He shows up. He shows up. So your faith leads to your confidence. Your confidence leads to your courage. And then in, in, in that moment, that's what God's going to need. So whatever it is that you're going through, Tell that flame, say, hey, flame on. Tell that flame, burn hotter. Burn hotter. Because right there is a question of you. A question of you, your faith, of where you stand. A question of a question of your anchor. So Douglas Miller um, had a song about myself. I, I can't sing, so I'm not even going to try. <laughs> but... Part of it is, is that though the storms keep on raging in my life, and sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day, still the hope that lies within is reassured as I keep my eyes upon the distant shore. I know he'll lead me safely to that blessed place that he has prepared. But, is that but? But if the storms don't cease, and if the winds keep on blowing in my life, I know that my soul has been anchored in the, in the Lord. I know. I know. Do you know? Are you confident in that? So tell somebody today, wherever you go, grocery store, I just joke around, I joke around with my class. I'm like, listen, grocery store, neighbor's yard, wherever, wherever it is that you are, tell Tell somebody today that my faith is hotter than my situation. My faith is stronger than my struggles. My faith will set me free. My faith, my faith, my faith. Beat that into your head. Beat it in here. Beat it in there. However it is that you have to remind yourself, whatever struggle it is that you're going through, Remind yourself every single day, my faith. That's what's keeping you going. Every single day, your faith. So your faith, make it hotter. In spite of it all, in spite of it all, flame on. Tell that, tell that fire to get hotter because my faith will rise above it. Tell that fire to burn brighter because my faith burns brighter. Tell that fire to reach all kinds of levels because I know my faith will rise above it because I know my God sits above that fire. My God is my rock and my salvation. So I will, because of him, I will burn hot. 
through it all, whatever it is that you're going through, flame on. Let's get out of here. Tony, as you were sharing, I thought about the psalm that was read. And so I just want to invite us to wait for a minute on the Lord. And I just want you to take some time to pray for us. We're going to lead some ministry time together. I turned the mic off because I thought that Kurt, Kurt was going to take it from here. <laughs> it's you, man. <laughs> I'm with you. All right, y'all, let's. Let's all bow our heads. God, we thank you. We thank you for being the God of everything. We thank you for being the God of all. We thank you for being that creator. We thank you for being our sustainer. We thank you for being our hope. We thank you, Lord, for being our confidence. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that we are anchored in you. Father, I just ask, Lord, that you just, whatever it is, Father, that that we are going through in life, Lord, I, I just ask, Lord, that, that, you, that you ignite that fire within us. That you take that flame, Lord, and that our, that our flame will burn down whatever situation, Lord, that we are up against. Father, use us, Father. Use us, because the thing is, our flame can help somebody else's flame grow. Our flame can help some, someone else's flame burn brighter, Father, because we will have a testimony at the end of the day, Lord. And that, and that testimony, Lord, will encourage one person, Father, because all it takes is one. That's all it takes, Father. All it takes is one. Your son was one. Father, so use us as one so that we can just keep on jumping, Father, from person to person, Father, so that we can proclaim your name. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your word. We thank you for you just being you. Be with us, Lord, as we go through this week. Encourage us, Lord, from this day forward. Use us, Father. We thank you for it all. In Jesus' name. Let's stand as a community. I just believe that in this time that we've been sharing in the book of Daniel, there's a response for us. There's an invitation to step into the faith story. If you're here today and you've never given your life to Jesus, you've been bowing to other gods, to other things, to other ways, but just there's an invitation. You just know that the living God is meeting you. We would love to, to invite you into the family of God. And if you've been following Jesus, one of the thoughts that I had is so often we're good with God when God's doing what we want. <laughs> but Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego said, God will deliver us, but if not, but if not, if it doesn't go that way, if we die, we know who we worship and we know who holds our eternity. And I just had this sense that maybe you're here today and you have been struggling in your faith journey with God because God has not done the thing you were expecting God to do. And maybe you can be encouraged by the faith of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That even if it didn't go the way that I thought it would go, even if that circumstance didn't go the way that I thought it went, even if that relationship or that job or this thing or that thing I just think there's an invitation for you to come back in humility and say, God, I've been really upset with you. God, you blew it. I'm just letting you know that. 
She need to make sure you understand where I'm at. And I think Psalm 27, which we, we read earlier in worship, is an invitation, but maybe we also need to posture ourselves and wait for the Lord. Be strong and take heart and wait for the Lord that you would see his goodness. That you would see his goodness. It's the story of Daniel. In spite of the circumstances, God is in control and will have the final victory. The same God who was walking, setting them free, sparing them, is the same God available for us today. So where do you have need? Tony set it up. Where do you need to be set free? Where are things gripping your life that are not the way of God's kingdom? Where do you need to be set free? Where do you need the goodness of God to infuse your life? So God, we just say, come, would you have your way? Would you just begin to speak to hearts and minds by your spirit? We just ask for uh, just a sense of connection to you. For those who have really been struggling because you did not show up the way they expected you to. As they look back over their life, they would say, you left me in that furnace and I burned. I pray that even this morning you would just begin to speak hope over their hearts and minds, that you would begin to show them that you're not done writing that part of their story. So come infuse faith in our hearts. Come and bring freedom from things that bind us up. And come raise us up as a community. We worship you, the living God. If you're available to pray, you're part of our prayer ministry team, one of our small group leaders, I want to invite you all to come down. What we're going to do is we're going to finish our time together where you can respond for anything you have need of. If you're in one of those circumstances Tony was talking about, if you're facing some of the challenges, if you have voices or things that just seem to be putting you in a difficult spot, we would love to pray freedom for you. We'd love to pray for needs to be met. If you're anything, financial, relational, faith, if you're struggling in your faith, we would love to pray for you that the living God would fill you with hope today. And then we're going to close, and you can, if you've got kids and your kids or students, grab them, and then you are all invited, whether you knew it or not, we're having a party right after this, right here. We've got a team cooking food, and so we would love for you to stay and have lunch. You can meet people, build community, and if you're planning to stay, we'd love for a couple people to stay uh, to turn this space eventually with tables and chairs so you don't have to eat outside in the heat. You can eat indoors in the air conditioning. We're not trying to relive Daniel 3, okay? We're not trying to throw anybody into the fiery furnace for picnic time. We like the AC. So Jesus, we bless your community. We bless your family. We say thank you for your scriptures, for your spirit, and for one another. We thank you for Tony and his courage to lead us to you today. Holy Spirit, would you provide for every need in this room? Would you give us a story that this week we would tell somebody about who our God is and what they're up to? We bless your family. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.